Welcome, everybody. My name is Reed Nelson. This is the Puttcraft Podcast. Hope you are doing well today. Okay, we're a week out of the Como Park Open, which took place on July 27th at the Como Park in St. Paul. Daryl Hummony won in extra holes over Sean Weiler and uh, went down to the final hole with Sean Brown. Um, those three were paired together. And uh, uh, Sean Brown ended up at 11 under, Sean Weiler at 12 under, and Daryl Hummony at 12 under as well. Uh, Daryl Hummony won in the fourth hole of that playoff. So that is Daryl's second win. Put together a little shot chart, if you will. Uh, you can find that on our Instagram account, and I think I put it on Facebook as well. Kind of interesting how that last hole went um, and, and how Daryl ended up winning it. Tom Loftus took fourth place at eight under. Brady Storhoff, fifth place at seven under. Ritter Lincoln, uh, six, uh, excuse me, sixth place at three under. Robin Schwartzman, even par in seventh. Jason Peterson, two over in eighth. Uh, Jake Dunn, eight over, uh, tied for ninth with John Nye, also at eight over. Mac Lincoln at 11 over, and Jeremy Stomberg at 15 over. So it, it was um, an interesting course. Um, if, you know, a couple of things that I loved, a couple of things I, I didn't love so much, and this is just me personally, um, I, I definitely got, or I heard a lot of feedback from uh, the players, which was, which is really good. Um, I liked the back. I liked how great of shape it was in. Um, I liked, uh, you know, it, it, it's a short course, which I'm, I'm not generally a fan of, but it is, it is somewhat of a challenge. Um, it, it, you know, in spots, it, it's, it's probably too easy. And, and, and here's a, here's kind of a breakdown of why I think the course is a little bit too easy. Uh, Sean Weiler, uh, broke the BEP record, um, set by Robin Schwartzman and Sean Brown at 94%. He went 97%. So 35 of 36 holes, um, was par or better. He had a three in the 20, um, uh, I guess it was hole, um, see, th this is where I get a little confused because of just how it's structured. Um, the 23rd hole of the, uh, so that would be nine, eight, seven, six, five, hole five of the back nine, which we played twice on the second time around. He got a three. Other than that, every single hole, he got a par or better. And, you know, if not for Daryl Hummony's hole in one on the 35th hole of the tournament, um, we would not have had the drama that we ended up having. And, you know, if you look at the back, um, the back 18 uh, of Daryl, Sean and Sean, it's all twos and ones, basically twos and ones, twos and ones, twos and ones, twos and ones, which of course, as we get better at, as, as we have a higher um, skill level play, there's going to be a lot of twos and ones and that's fine, but I do like a challenging course. I, I do like to, um, see mistakes made. I, I do like holes that, uh, you know, where you have an option a, which is the, you know, the risky option and then option B, which is the easier option. And you know, this, this course is a little easy. Let's put it that way. So it's in great shape. The ball plays very true. Um, I love the location. Uh, it, there, there was not a lot of people there. Um, it's shaded, shaded pretty well. 
I, do, I don't love the fact that it's a 27-hole course. We're playing the front 18, then we're playing the back nine twice. I don't actually know if we do it again that way. Um, I don't know. I don't know how we do I don't know how we'll do it next time. I have some time to think about it. Um, so it the back is too easy when, I mean, these are Daryl's last nine holes. Two, two, three, two, two, three, two, one, two. Uh, Sean's back nine holes are two, 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 three, two, 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 two. And Sean Brown's are two, two, one, two, 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 three. So you kind of get the idea here. And of, of course, you know, Sean's three, Sean Brown's three on the 36th hole prevented him from, from making the playoff, you know, so there is a little bit of challenge to it. Um, is it enough? I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a fun, fun course to have on the tour and, and we'll certainly play it again. But, um, I don't know if I'd put it in my top five personally. And that, and that is saying something, all things considered. Okay. Um, so yeah, Sean, Sean Weiler broke the BEP record at 97.2%. Uh, we'll talk about more about Sean a little bit later. Um, Sean, I do remember asking you if it's Wheeler or Weiler. I think you said Weiler and I don't remember. So, um, you know what? I guess we'll see. Um, starting, uh, okay. So the next, uh, hopefully you'll be back, uh, at Lilliput and you'll tell me, and hopefully I won't forget this time. Okay. Speaking of Lily Putt, our next event, August 24th, Lily Putt, uh, the return. We were there June 3rd. Uh, that was Sean Brown's first uh, uh, puttcraft experience. So I'm excited to get back. Um, and we're going to try something a little bit different for that event. It's not really that big of a deal. But we're going to do is we're I'm going to assign a scorekeeper for each group. And we're going to see how that works. I think we all have enough experience with the um, 18 birdies app where I believe it will be fine that we end up doing that. Um, and, you know, we're going to try it. If it works, I believe it will work. Great. If it doesn't, then we'll obviously make a change. Another thing I should point out along these same lines as it, when it as it pertains to Como Park, the course plays so quickly that if you know you forget to put in a hole or if you miss a hole you thought you entered it but you actually didn't you could be four or five holes down the road before you notice that you made a mistake and you know it's i guess it is what it is i personally don't like it i know some people who probably do like it get in and out a little bit quicker um but it's not for me i i i prefer the lily prut approach or the Midwest golf dome approach where it is, um, you know, a longer course. And then you have Dred Scott, which is, you know, a shorter course, but also very, very, very challenging as well. So yeah, um, that's all about Como Park for now until, you know, I change my mind and decide to say something else about it. Um, do you want to make a couple more notes here regarding the stats from, uh, from, uh, the last event? Daryl Hummony with three hole in ones, um, also with three hole in ones, Robin Schwartzman. You could make the case, I think you'd be making a correct case that this was Robin's, um, worst performance. Um, it, you know, f- finishing in sixth. I don't know if she's, finished outside the top five yet. Uh, maybe once, I don't believe so. 
Um, but not, uh, not, not her best outing, but still three hole in ones, um, and a 66.7% BEP percentage, um, only a 33% BE percentage, which, which is, um, uh, more than likely I haven't checked here, uh, her lowest of, uh, this short season. Yes. 33%. She had a 37.5% on our fourth event, which I want to say was Midwest golf dome. So, okay. Um, we're to Lincoln with one hole in one, Tom Loftus with two, and then Sean and Sean uh, with one hole in one each. Uh, related, apparently, through marriage, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think I heard that the other day. Okay. Um, let's talk top five. This is going to be a shorter podcast, I should say. Um, so I, I had a little trouble with this week's top five and we'll get to that in a bit. The top is still Sean Brown. I decided to leave Sean Brown in first place because I think he's the best putter in Puttcraft right now. Daryl Hummony, second place currently. Okay. So first things first, um, if we look at their BEP percentage, um, Daryl is in fourth place at 82.4%. Sean is in second place at 88.9%. If we look at the more challenging BE percentage, Sean is still almost nine full percentage points in the lead at 46.7%. Daryl at 38.9%. Now, I should make this note. Sean's played at Lilliput. Daryl hasn't. When Daryl plays in Lilliput, these stats are going to change a little bit. There's still not enough data here for it to be the fair is not the right word, but you know, um, a good representation of, of, of who the best putter is. I don't believe Sean Brown is nine percentage points better than Daryl Hummony in terms of BE percentage. I mean, it shows it here, but again, Sean has played in the quote unquote easiest course. Um, you know, I think he was 20 something under par, uh, at, at Lily putt where, whereas Daryl hasn't third place is Robin Schwartzman at 38.7%. Um, Sean has, uh, five top five finishes in five events and three wins in five events. Daryl has two top five finishes in three events and two wins out of three events. So ultimately, um, you know, with this one, I, I ultimately went with my gut and I put Sean in first. Daryl's in second. I mean, remember, they were one stroke apart from each other at Como Park. So in, in, in the sports world, one thing that we do a lot is we are kind of a prisoner of the moment and we say, oh, this person won, you know, the last event they should be, you know, the best. Or, you know, Robin Schwartzman was was even par seventh place. They should drop out of the top five. Well, well no. You know, we, we have a lot of data that we can look at here, um, you know, to, 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 to determine um, who should be where. Speaking of Robin Schwartzman, I still have Robin at third. Okay. And I understand that I have Robin in third over a player who has won a tournament. Robin has not won a tournament yet, but the data doesn't lie to me. 
you know, with with six events and a 38.7 BE percentage, whereas Sean in his one event, a 36.1% BE percentage. Now, his BEP percentage is, is highest in putt graft at 97.2% after one event, mind you. But I ultimately have Robin slightly ahead of Sean. Sean, by the way, is going to be in fourth. We'll get to that in a second. Just because the body of work is is uh, bigger, okay? Um Six events, four top five finishes, um, no wins, but third in putt craft in BE percentage, um, fifth in butt, uh, putt craft in BEP percentage. Actually, excuse me, that's tied for fourth with Daryl Hominy at 82.4% in BEP percentage. Eight hole in ones, four top five finishes, um, 111 pars, 97, or excuse me, 92 birdies, five eagles for Robin. I've got all this information right here in, in front of me, so I'm going to use it. Um, and yes, Robin doesn't have a win. Sean does. But, you know, right now I've got Robin at three. Now, this is where this gets kind of complicated, right? If I'm betting on one person. I'm betting my life savings on one person to win. Do I have Sean slightly in front of Robin? Maybe. Probably. Okay, but is the body of work what's putting Robin over the top? Yes. Right? It's six events to one event. Okay? Now, Sean comes out and wins Lilliput. Sean uh, Weiler, I'm talking. We're obviously having a completely different conversation. Now we're talking about Sean in that first tier of players with Sean Brown and Daryl Hominy. Um, but for now, he's in fourth, um, right behind Robin Schwartzman, who's in third. Okay, fifth. Um, you know, and th- this was tight as well, but ultimately I went to the stats. And fourth in BEP, excuse me, fourth in BE percentage. Um, seventh in BEP percentage, six events, three top five finishes, and one win. I've got Brady Storhoff in fifth right now. So Tom Loftus falls out of the top five. Joe Holm, who was knocking on the top five last week, um, didn't participate in Como Park. Um, so you know. Could he have topped in, uh, went into the top five? Sure. If Tom had a terrible event, if Brady had a terrible event, they they they, they didn't have terrible events. They, they were actually right next to each other. Tom actually was ahead of Brady by one. But, you know, the stats lean Brady ever, ever so slightly. Brady, 36.1 BE percentage, three and a half percentage points higher than Tom Loftus's at 32.4. BEP percentage, Brady at 78.7%, um, 0.9% higher than Tom at um, 77.8%. Tom has three more hole-in-ones. Of course, he had five in the first round um, at Veterans Memorial Park. Tom has more top five finishes than Brady as well. Okay, But Brady ultimately has that win. It's close. It's close. And that's another one where it's like, if I'm betting, it would probably depend on the course. Um, but if I'm betting, who am I betting on? I might lean Brady. And then Brady, of course, has just the slightly, slightly better stats. So ultimately, that is um, where I went with it, was Brady off in five. So Sean Brown, still the number one ranked player in Puttcraft. Daryl Hummany, number two. Robin Schwartzman, number three. Sean Weiler, number four. 
Brady Storhoff, number five. Okay, just a quick check on how many players we are at right now. We added a couple players last week. We are now at 43 players, and I've promised that once we get to 50, we will expand to a top 10. And I'm hoping that by the time we're playing on indoor courses, you know, in November, in late October, um, we will have um, a top 10 and beyond. Okay. Um, that's actually all for this week, folks. Um, we're, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast. It's, I believe I'm going to do a podcast at some point next week. I'm not totally sure what it's going to be yet. You know, eventually what I want to do is I want to start interviewing you folks a little bit. I want to get to know you a little bit better and interviewing. I mean, interviewing like on a zoom type situation where we're recording the podcast. Um, I, I know most of you have the capabilities to do that. So, you know, I want to, I, I want to get to know you, but I also want to get to know a little bit more about your history with mini golf, your, you know, your, your history with golfing. Um, you know, and I mean, we'll, we'll probably talk mostly not about puttcraft and mini golfing. Cause I mean, I'd like these conversations to be 20, 25, 30 minutes long. And I, I don't know how many questions I could ask you. I suppose we could, I mean, with Tom and Robin, I could probably go deep as the ocean on some of these things with, with, uh, with Sean Brown. I mean, he does this, this, um, I don't even want to explain what it is, but it's a, it's a, it's a mini golf video game that he's apparently very good at. Not at all surprising. Um, so these are all interesting things and everybody's got sort of an interesting story. Um, and, uh, I shouldn't say sort of got. Everyone has an interesting story and I want to get to know you a little bit better. So we'll maybe try to get one of those in late next week, possibly the week after, but we will return to the course on August 24th um, at Lilliput. That is a Tuesday. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. That's that's a super fun course. It's a flat course, but there is uh, it's unique and it's long and and it's and it's and it's interesting. Let's put it that way. So, all right, everybody, thank you very much. You have a great rest of your evening.